adrenaline, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I am your host, last but not least, and you are listening to Edifying Queens. If this is your first time, I am one of four lovely voices you will hear, and each week you will have the pleasure to hear their story of how God have been working in their lives. So sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy. Good morning, everybody. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in with me today. I am so happy and glad to be here to just share with you guys what God has placed in my heart. As for today, I will be talking about trials and temptation. Trials and temptation. A couple weeks ago, my husband and I were given the opportunity to share what God has placed on our hearts to our local church. We were so grateful and thankful for the opportunity. And it has been on my, my heart lately. And that is why today I have decided to share it again with you guys. So my topic for today will be about trials and temptations. Trials and temptations. I want us to focus on what we should do and how we should react and look forward to when facing trials and temptations. Because we all face various trials and temptations in our everyday lives. And, but we have to remember that we are not perfect. Only Jesus is the perfect example. And I'm not saying that facing trials and temptation is easy. It's very, very hard. I've been there and it's hard. James, however, will be teaching us on how to deal with trials and temptation without sinning against God. But before we move on, I wanted to open open us up in a prayer. Father God, we thank you, Father. Thank you for giving us breath in our lungs to be able to wake up and see another beautiful day created by you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your unfailing love that you have shown us each and every day, Father. Father, I pray. Father, I pray for the people that are here today, Father. The people that have tuned in to hear your words, Father. I pray, Lord, that you will open up our heart, mind, and soul, Lord, so that we, as we hear your words, Lord, we may be able to understand and to be able to put them into practice by living it out. Father, I pray that that you will cover them and their family and their children, and their children's children, and their friends, Lord. I pray and ask that you, O Lord, will watch over them, provide for their needs, Father. Only you know what we're going through. Only you know what each and every one of us is going through. And I pray and ask that you'll just cover them, protect them, Lord, and just guide them 
in their lives, Father. Father God, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, for dying on the cross for our sins, Lord. We thank you for sacrificing your son, Father, for our sins, for us to be able to come closer to you and to have a close relationship with you, Father. Father God, we thank you, and I pray all of these, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Today, I will be going over James chapter 1, and we are going to be starting with verse 12. And verse 12, this is what our main focus should be. Well, not really main focus, but this is what we should be looking forward when we are in the middle of facing it facing trials or temptation. This is like the ultimate goal that we're trying to get to. So James chapter 1, verse 12. I'm going to be reading from the Amplifier version. It says, Blessed, happy, spiritually prosperous, favored by God, is the man who is steadfast under trial and perseveres when tempted for when he has passed the test and been approved he will receive the victory's crown of life which the lord has promised to those who loved him mm, that is so beautiful it says we will be blessed happy when we persevere through trials without sinning against god then we will receive our crown of life, which is living with God forever. Living with God forever, that is so crazy. That's exciting. That really, that excites me every time. Because it's just that when we do that without sinning against God, we will be able to live with God forever. Thank you, Jesus. The question that I wanted to ask is, what comes to your mind when you hear the word trials? What comes to your mind when you hear the words trials? You know, in moderation, it could be losing a loved one, infirmities, physical limitations, illnesses, distress, disappointments, and even deep hurt tribulations, you know, challenges, pressure, and even temptations. Turn with me to James chapter 1. We're going to be starting from verse 2. It says, Consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials. Be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. And let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lacking nothing. Lacking in nothing. So when we face trials, we should not pretend to be happy but to have a positive outlook, we need to consider it pure joy because there will be a blessing at the end of that trial. Think of a lady in labor 
Think of how much pain she goes through before she gives birth to her child. Just think about it. I'm not, I haven't experienced it because I haven't given birth to a baby, but just by watching my sisters give birth to their children, I could feel their pain. Yet, they don't give up because they know that there is joy at the end of all that pain. They, at the end of that, the suffering they go through or the pain that they go through because their joy is their baby, to be able to hold their baby and love on them. That is beautiful. That is why when we face trials, instead of us complaining, we should look at them as opportunity to grow. If you can if you turn with me to first Peter, first Peter chapter one, starting verse six. It says, In this you rejoice greatly, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith, which is much more precious than gold, which is perishable, even, even though tested and purified by fire, may be found to result in your praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Let me read that again. It says, in this you rejoice greatly, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith, which is much more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested and purified by fire, may be found to result in your praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Mm. You know, we all face trials and we are not, because we're not perfect, we have to remember that. Holy Jesus was the perfect example, that Jesus is the perfect example. But when we do face trials, instead of us asking, why me? You know, we should respond with confidence that God knows, plans, and directs our lives for the good. We need to persevere through when we face trials, grief, anger, sorrow, pain. You know, we can express, express our pain. We can express our pain, but don't give in to bitterness and despair because that will lead you to sinning against God. And finally, we need to take courage because with Jesus as our brother and savior, we don't need to be afraid because Jesus suffered for us and he will not abandon us. He will carry us through everything. Mm -mm -mm. God is great. Thank you, Jesus. So going back to James chapter 1. James chapter 1, we're going to be starting from verse 5 to 8. It says, If any of you lacks wisdom, 
to guide him through a decision or circumstance. He is to ask of our benevolent God who gives to everyone generously and without rebuke or blame, and it will be given to him. But when he must ask for wisdom in faith, without doubting God's willingness to help. For the one who doubts is like a blown surge of the sea that is blown about and tossed by the wind. For such a person out not to think or expect that he will receive anything at all from the Lord. Being a double-minded man, unstable and restless in all his ways, in everything he thinks, feels, or decides. You know, ask God for wisdom. We should not rely on ourselves when we make decisions, but to rely on God to show you or to show us what's best for us because He directs and plans our path and our lives. That is why ask God for wisdom. Trust that He will give it to you. And it says when you do ask, don't be a double-minded man. Because if you do, it says right here in verse 8, says being a double-minded man and stable and restless in all his way his ways in everything he thinks feels or decides Mm-mm. you will be blown about and tossed by the wind Mm-mm-mm-mm. so don't be a double-minded man but when you ask you must believe that you will receive it. Going forward, if you can turn with me to James chapter 1, we're going to be starting from verse 13. Verse 13. It says, Let no one say when he's tempted, I am being tempted by God. For temptation does not originate from God, but from our own flaws. For God cannot be tempted by what is evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each one is tempted when he is dragged away, enticed and baited to commit sin by his own worldly desires, lust and passion. Then, when the illicite desires has conceived, it gives birth to sin and when sin has run its courses or when sin has run its course it gives birth to death do not be misled my beloved brothers and sisters every good thing given every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above it comes down from the father of lights the creator and sustainer of the heavens in whom there is no variation nor rising or settling or setting or shadow cast by his turning for he is perfect and never changes mm. Mm-mm. it was of his own love 
thank you jesus sorry i had i just had a moment but uh, never say god is tempting you because god cannot be tempted nor does tempt anyone we have to remember that temptations does not come from god but it comes from our own evil desires within us don't make excuses Take responsibility of the temptations that you're in. And above all, don't forget to confess your sins to God and ask him for his forgiveness. Because God is an awesome God. His love is unfailing. He has an unfailing love for us. No matter what we do, when you come back to God and just ask him to forgive you and ask him to help you he will help you but it is up to you if you want to change for the better first corinthian then 13 it says first corinthian then 10 13 says no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to men. But God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you, my friend, can stand under it. God will never... Oh, sorry. God will help you resist temptation. That is why as we need to stay connected in God's word. We need to hide his word in our heart so that we may not sin against God. Because when you, when you are in facing temptation and trials, you know, speak to it. Use your sword, the Bible, the word of God to tear it down. Tear it down. Choose to do what is right. Seek godly friends for advice if you need help. Because remember, running away from temptation is your first step to victory. The first that I want to leave you guys with is 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. It says, run away from youthful lust. Pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those believers who call unto the Lord. That is the Amplify. I'm going to read it in the NIV version. It says, it says, flee the evil desires of your youth and pursue righteousness. Faith, love, peace, along with those who call unto the Lord out of a pure heart. Hmm. When you go through trials and temptation without sinning against God, then you will be able to pursue righteousness, love, faith, and peace along with those who call unto the Lord 
out of a pure heart. That, my friend, is a beautiful thing that our Father, our Father has for us. And before I let you guys go, I just want to share a song. A song that is so beautiful. A song that is amazing. I love this song. I just want to share it with you guys. Because I want you guys, I want you guys to know that our God is amazing. Our God is an amazing God. And there is nothing God cannot do because He can do all the things. Okay. Gracious to you, the Lord turns.
those of you that you know are tuning in if you don't have a close relationship with God I want to invite you I want to invite you today that I want to let you know that it is not too late if you want to make Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior it is not too late According to Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You will be saved, my friend. Thank you, Father, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for just guiding us through your words, Lord, Father. Father God, I pray that you'll just continue to watch over us.
Continue, Lord, to guide us, Father. Continue and help us, Father, to not forget what we learned today, but to go out and live it out in our everyday lives, Lord, wherever we go, Lord. Father, let your light shine through us, Lord, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your name, Father. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We pray and ask, Father, all of these, Lord, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. Aloha again. It's your girl, last but not least. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in with me today. It was such a blessing to be able to share with you how God has been working in my life. And I hope that out of what you have heard from me today, I hope that God also placed something on your heart that is meaningful for you to be able to live it out throughout the week and put it into action. And I want to remind you again for next week that um, please tune in. Next week you will have the opportunity to hear from one of my dear sister in Christ of how God has been working in her life. Our God is amazing and He will continue to do amazing things for us. We just need to reach out to Him and ask in His holy, precious Son name, Jesus Christ. Stay blessed and may God bless you. Until next time.